Welcome to another PA Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Nichols, alongside my co-host, Jason Gottesman, the spokesman for the House Republican Caucus here in Pennsylvania. And boy, we have had an interesting week here in Harrisburg, but let's highlight some things that are going to move us forward. The thing that we're going to move forward on first is our report from businesses across the Commonwealth about what is standing in their way for moving forward, for getting back to work, for getting our economy rolling again. What did we hear, Jason, and what does this lead us to believe as far as where we should go legislatively? Well, let's uh, let's take a, just a little step back here. And as, as we've talked about on the show before, Leader Benninghoff earlier in this session, actually the first major thing that we announced this session was the formation of a uh, economic recovery task force. Now, as part of that task force, the policy committee was uh, sort of assigned the task of sending out this survey to businesses across the Commonwealth. And uh, we, we received those responses over the last several weeks and compiled them into a report, basically asking and seeking information from businesses about what can the General Assembly do, what can legislators do to create policy that would help them jumpstart our economy. These aren't just businesses. Businesses is, are, is, uh, is, is an inappropriate label for this. I think we need to talk about them and think about them in terms of, of job creators and employers and uh, the people who invest normally of, of themselves uh, so that they can invest in other people and uh, you know, create family-sustaining jobs and uh, you know, provide health care benefits and uh, really get our communities and our economy moving. So it's important to hear from them since they will be the ones who actually are creating the jobs uh, and what they need to help um, you know, really get moving and, and get Pennsylvania moving forward. So uh, we heard back from just under 1,000 businesses uh, and employers and job creators about what, uh, what they want to see. And, and shocking to really nobody is that the number one thing that they want to see is uh, Governor Wolf's uh, ability to uh, shut down the economy uh, at will taken away. Uh, Governor Wolf's mandates and shutdowns, they said, was the biggest impediment to them being able to operate and do business uh, going forward in Pennsylvania. Uh, beyond that, it was actually very surprising some of the things they identified because uh, while they said they need some sort of uh, uh, financial investment, that financial investment was beyond what we normally think about as direct aid to businesses and restaurants and, and, and other small businesses and, and things like that. Uh, it's tax reform, regulatory reform, making it easier for them to do business. While they said direct aid was helpful, you know, it was pointed out this week that we've already done that. We've, we've, given we've created a $145 million grant program out of excess state funds for, uh, for, for those impacted, especially the restaurant industry, by these shutdowns. Um, you know, that stuff is very important, stuff that we've done. But Melissa Bova from the uh, Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association said more than a cash infusion will be needed to get us through uh, and make sure that we are sustainable going forward. And that's something that we've taken on very seriously. And we've been listening to, to these employers, to these job creators, and we're going to continue listening to them. This week, we've continued our theme of um, providing economic recovery legislation. This week, we, we moved out of committee and started moving along a package of bills on regulatory reform that will make it easier for businesses to operate in Pennsylvania. One of the things we've also done is tried to work uh, – we took the lead but are now – you know, working uh, with the, the Wolf administration on looking at what regulations have been suspended during the pandemic that might need, can we can do away with, we actually need, make sure that, that the regulations that we could do away with during an emergency are right-sized when we come out of this emergency. So um, there's a lot of things that, that are going on. This is really going to inform a lot of the policy we have going forward. And on top of that, one of the big biggest things that we've already accomplished, which I think Alex Halper from the Pennsylvania Business and Industry said at this press conference, was we passed limited, uh, a, a limited liability reform. 
uh, for businesses related to COVID. That's the number one thing that that, that employers and, and job creators have asked for uh, to make sure that they can you know, remain viable throughout uh, as we come back. So um, from this from this pandemic, so it's it's stuff like that that we've really taken the lead on already. We're going to continue to work uh, to make sure that these folks have what they need to help our economy going. Because uh, one of the things we're facing right now is uh, a, a labor shortage. Uh, one of the regulations that was suspended is not no longer requiring people that receive unemployment compensation benefits to look for jobs, to, uh, to, to have that incentive to go out and find a job. So, um, you know, till we were able to get that stuff going, um, you know, it's, it's, it's things we need to make sure that our businesses have what they need so they can keep working, keep Pennsylvanians working, keep our economy going. And, you know, it's really a shame when our unemployment rate continues to lag behind the national rate, uh, merely because one, we, we have a governor who's standing in the way of these businesses really get catching fire. And two, um, you know, the General Assembly could do more to open up the floodgates uh, of our economic recovery. So those are things we'll be looking at toward. But as I listen to that, I hear something that strikes me, and, and, and that is the, the difference in philosophy from the two parties here about how, how to approach economic recovery. Obviously, we heard the number one thing that folks want, that the, the job creators want, is that get-out-of-the-way regulation. The second thing they said was some financial help, and, and, and you hear – folks from the other side of the aisle say, yeah, financial help, financial help. But this strikes me as the teach a man to fish, give a man a fish type of uh, operation. We're trying to produce a, a set of conditions that will allow business to grow itself. It seems like the other side just wants to give them a handout, which is a, a temporary fix. Yeah, and, and look, I think this is one of those things where throwing dollars at a problem uh, is the Democrats' number one go-to solution. Uh, that's not what we're hearing. We're not hearing about the need for a huge cash infusion. That cash infusion has been happening since the beginning of the pandemic from federal dollars, from state dollars. Uh, it's been ongoing. The, the cash infusion is a bridge. It's not a solution. Um, it's not it's not the safe shore that people need to make sure that their businesses uh, are, are remaining open so that they can keep people employed, keep those health care and other benefits being paid uh, and, and making sure that people are able to live the American dream, whether they want to start their own business, they already have their own business and they're looking to expand or they want to stay afloat. Uh, all of that stuff is, is outside of, uh, you know, cash cash money coming into uh, a, a business. They need real policy changes. They need, uh, you know, a forward-thinking approach to how we uh, are going to jumpstart our economy, and that's something that we're focused on here in the House Republican Caucus. The next thing we'd like to talk about also relates to the pandemic, of course, and the governor's handling of it. And this has a lot to do with the PPE stockpile that everyone knows is sitting over at the Farm Show Complex. We don't really have a solution of where we're trying to move that. It doesn't seem like Sticking it all in one place in the middle of the state is the best way for distributing it around the state when it's needed. What is going on here, Jason, and, and why is such, this such a sticking point? Where does the governor stand and why do we stand against him? You know, it's really emblematic of this administration to turn what is a taxpayer asset, which is a nice place to go to for uh, milkshakes in January, into Governor Wolf's personal Fort Knox. Um, this is... Uh, uh, it's it's a shame that you know that that this administration has stockpiled a huge amount of PPE, which they have testified to. It's which it's amounts, and they've generally described its types. And then they will not let lawmakers in to verify the veracity of those claims. Uh, the General Assembly itself, and again, at a bare minimum, uh, for what reason it has a foot in the door, should have a foot in the door here, uh, appropriates money 
it, uh, for not only the Farm Show Complex, but for the PP itself, for the employees, the security, uh, keeping the lights on, making sure that the, the building itself is operational and everything that's going on there is fully funded. So to be able to go in there and inspect and make sure that the administration is telling the truth, find out exactly what's going on on behalf of the taxpayers. Uh, but the first thing is, is that, you know, a bunch of our House members, uh, three oversight com- committee chairmen, um, were offered a 9 a.m. tour yesterday. They uh, RSVP'd for that 9 a.m. tour. Uh, and then when they showed up at 9 o'clock a.m., the doors were locked and nobody was there to show them around. Um, you know, the sticking point there, they, they believe, is that they were the administration wanted them to sign a non-disclosure agreement before touring the facility. Well, legislators, as a basic function of oversight, aren't going to be signing a non-disclosure agreement. They need to be able to see what they saw. Uh, report back to their constituents, to the taxpayers, to their their committees, and say what's going on. Um, silencing people again. This is the administration's lack of transparency, their desire for secrecy, their un- inability to let even the the tiniest bit of sunshine into what they're doing. Uh, you know, during this pandemic, um, these members were literally locked out of a building, uh, a building which uh, they fund with taxpayer dollars and is not being used for its intended purposes. And again, there's some basic questions. Why are we keeping it there? What kind of PPE is it? What's its shelf life? Where did it come from? How much should we pay for it? Why is it needed there? Why isn't it being sent out to places? I mean, the administration makes all of these claims about what the PPE is, where it's going, what it's being used for. But until you open up the doors and let people in, the people who have oversight over this, see what's going on on behalf of the people who elected them to office and on whose, uh, in, in, in whom steward they work, um, their, their claims ring hollow. They're, they're unverifiable. And not just unverifiable, these are questions that anyone could ask, the ones that you just asked. The one that is not being asked is, what in the heck are you gaining by denying anyone who is press or a state representative who's trying to do some oversight access to this? You're hiding something. And, and, and that's what's going on is that it, we don't mind if you want to be secure. But by not letting us see and by not giving us the information is just more of the same of this lack of transparency, lack of oversight, definitely hiding something and won't let the information out. What could you possibly be hiding about this? Yeah, exactly. It's at first we don't we don't want to let you in. But okay, if we do let you in, you can't tell anybody what you saw. Uh, it's it's I mean they're, they're keeping the farm show complex more locked down than Roswell. Um, it's 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 absolute insanity. It's not right. It's uh, it's really again the worst of this administration. Um, really really showing its its face. This has been the PA Policy Podcast. Jason, keep us up to date on what goes on here because there are questions that need to be answered. Tune in for more on the PA House Podcast.